0: We are going to be in Jeremiah chapter seventeen, verses five through eight. Jeremiah seventeen five through eight. Eternal God, our Father, we do love you and thank you for your Word, which is a lamp unto our feet. Now guide us, speak to us, and through us that we may be an encouragement to others. But we pray, God, that you minister to us individually and collectively, so we'll leave here better. So we love you and appreciate all that you have done for us. Now bless us, anoint us afresh in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 through 8. Those of you who can stand just for a few minutes, we'll just read this passage of scripture. Listen very carefully, and if you need, leave your Bible open so you'll find that I'm not making things up on this morning. Amen. The that we have uh, been encouraged to write down have been uh, taken from that particular passage. Amen. Uh, beginning at verse 5, Jeremiah seventeen five, Thus said the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from God. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes. But shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt and salt land which is not inhabited. Verse number seven: Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is, is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor cease from yielding fruit. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy word. Perennial saints in the pressure field society. Perennial saints in the pressure field society. At the bottom of your outline, ladies and gentlemen, you see that anything that is perennial, lasts or exists for a long time. Year after year, those things reproduce. Year after year, they're still alive. They're still present with us. Even if they look different, they're still alive. It's just a matter of time and even the season that they will will rise up and bud for us. Perennial plants, perennial people are those who Uh, Perennial is viewed as one who is permanently engaged in a specified role or way of life. And I was just uh, meditating on this passage of Scripture, and as I was uh, thinking about that and how God was speaking to us, the last line really ministered to me because it said, we will always continue no matter what the season, no matter what the occasion. And then the word came to my mind, perennial. I didn't even know how to spell it. I had to go back and do a spell check, make sure I didn't spell it wrong or incorrectly, then make sure it was a proper meaning because the Spirit of God will give you a word then you got to search it out and make sure that you know. He said, so perennial saints in a pressure-filled society. How many of you got pressures even right now? How many of us got things going on? If it seems like it's not one thing, it's another thing going on. And then Jeremiah's day, long after, after uh, Isaiah had been on the scene, Jeremiah was there, and he came in at a particular time when Judah was just playing church. Israel had been captured and scattered, but Judah was there, left, and he was trying to warn them. He said, you guys got to make sure God is first. Make sure that you keep God as the head of your life. Make sure that you trust in God along the way. Don't trust in men. Don't trust in uh, the the other armies. And it seems like we are here in the United States where we're depending on our resources. We're depending on our military power prowess, or we are sending persons over to make investigations and, and uh, interviews and, uh, and make deals. Uh, we, we thank God for those who are in high places trying to keep peace in our country, but ladies and gentlemen, when it's all said and done, we need to depend on God. When the pressures of life come and you say, well, I ain't worried about the government. I'm worried about my my life circumstances, my family members, my relationships, my health. We're concerned about those things. Those are pressures that come our way. But we are perennial saints. And you say, well, what does that mean that said, it doesn't matter what the weather is or what the patterns are or how the pressures come our way, we're going to still keep moving. Jeremiah was telling those that were left there in Judah, he said, you guys are playing, y'all got idols, y'all got other stuff that you're in. Surely we had some bad kings come in. We had some bad kings, but God is the king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. Don't get preoccupied and get caught up in the system. There's a playoff game coming on tonight. There's a game on tonight. and Surely we saw the game a few days ago, and you can blame it on the referees. You can blame it on this person. You can blame it on that person, but watch it tonight. When you watch it tonight, look at the referee. Everybody say referee. The referee is not on this team or that team. The referee is there, and the referee calls the rules according to the book. The referee is supposed to be connected to another book. He's not on Those who are rich are on the team of those who are poor. He's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's there to represent another high calling. Ladies and gentlemen, you are referees. You don't get involved in the scuffles. You are the one who just calls it like it is. Right is right. They ain't going to like you. If my team loses, it's always going to be your fault. The referee is not the person. It's not he. He's not playing the game. He just knows when you went out of bounds. He just knows when you fouled and your elbow. He saw you when you grabbed his shirt. He saw it all, so he has to call it. And we as children of God don't want to call sin sin anymore. We have to be careful even. We can see destruction going on around us and we won't say anything about it. They're not going to like you anyway. Jeremiah says we have to be perennial no matter what the circumstances might be. You know about perennial plants, the day lilies, the daisies, garden flocks, asters. Climbing roses. Yeah, I looked it up. Had to. Hello, that's the only reason where you're going to learn something. Somebody say amen. The perennial plants, he, even if they grow, you can cut the roses off and put them in on your table. They'll live for a few days. They'll die. But if you wait long enough, his cousin is coming right behind him. Next season, like nothing happened at all. That's the way we're supposed to be. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not about the outside. It's not about the things that you accumulate. It's not about the stuff that you have. It's a spiritual condition. Your spiritual man is the one that you need to be careful of. First, the cursing, and he said, Cursed is the man that trusts in man. Just write these down. First thing you realize is that that person is determined to trust in man. He's determined. He puts all his trust in the men, the government, the systems. I don't know about you. I'm like Brother JT. I'm on the airplane. I'm calling on Jesus. Come on, somebody. I thank God for the pilot, but it might be her, his or her last day. I ain't got time for that. Jesus, give him or her a little bit more time. Determined to trust God, depended on men's strength or your own strength or your own bank account or your own education. He said, don't depend on that stuff. You'll curse your own self. God, curse means curse. Just like you might understand it, I looked it up. Yeah, I looked it up. And curse means put a curse. <laughs> and sometimes God does not have to curse you and I. All, we have, all he has to do is take his hand off of us. And when he takes his hand off of us, we'll self destruct by ourselves. He says, determined to trust in, uh, trust in men, dependent on men's strength, and departed. He from God. Their heart is no longer with God. God is not first in their lives. He says, you're going to curse your own self. He says, unless you children listen, you're going to be punished. They put him in jail. They put him in a muck and mire. They, they did everything they could to shut him up. Ladies and gentlemen, they'll do the same thing to you. But I don't want to live a cursed life. Amen. I don't want to trust in me, and I want to trust in God. Then the consequences is is that he will live. uh, His life is like shrub in the desert. Everybody, if you went on a road trip, amen, even if you uh, uh, flew across uh, in an airplane, you you just look down at the desert. Every once in a while you see a plant, you don't even know how it got there. It could be a bird, grabbed it from over here, just dropped it, got tired of carrying it, or it got hooked up to its, to its uh, uh, wing or something, and it dropped in the desert, found a little bit of water and began to grow. But nothing really grows in the desert. A cursed life is one that's not productive. And he said he cannot see good when it comes. Because you're all out there by yourself. You don't know where. You got to be in the family of God so you, when you can see the wave of God and when you can see God moving. Come on, somebody. You cannot be at your house kicking it all the time. You have to be in a place where the moving of God is. And if you have a cursed life, you will separate yourself. Living in unproductive environments. Some of us know family members that that live estranged from the family. Running from the good news that you're trying to share with them. It's not your fault. It It happened in Jeremiah's day. It happened to Judah. Eventually they were captured. But I have some good news for you. I hope you don't mind if I just give you the good news. Can I just give you the good news about the benevolence of a blessed person? How many of you believe that you're blessed right now? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it don't matter what medicines I take. I'm blessed. Come on, somebody. When I got up this morning, I just thank God for another day. Hallelujah. It's not about my body condition, but it's about my spiritual disposition. I thank God. Hallelujah. And he says, he says, what are you supposed to do? He said he trusts in God for his provision. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm going to eat tomorrow, it's because i trusted in God. It's not because I got it all saved up and I planned it out just right. No, I trust God for my provisions. You need to trust God for all of your provisions. You have to pray to ask the right doctor to come look at you. Come on, somebody. Sometimes it's not the one that you are looking at. You have to ask God, God send somebody. He said, Hey, you know what? I need to send you to a specialist. And then when you get the specialist, you get right into your appointment. Then He will give you the advice that you need. All I have to say is, hold on a little while longer. Hallelujah. Hold on a little while longer, and God will. He will send the right person at the right time to be a blessing to the children of God. How many of you know that God will supply you every day? I thank God I grew up with not a whole bunch of stuff. I can't even say we were poor because we always managed. I don't know how mom and daddy did it when I look back. Oh my God, how'd y'all do that? Come on, somebody. When I look back, how did we stay in that house and it still survive? How is it that you had to cut the oven on to heat up the whole house? How is it that you had to do, and we still here? (laughs) We never missed a meal, ladies and gentlemen. We might have had some raggedy clothes, but they was clean. Come on, somebody. And then there was a day when you didn't have holes that came in your clothes. There was a day when you had a hole in your clothes, you had to put a patch, and we were embarrassed to walk with the patch. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you buy them for $50 a pair with holes all in them. Ain't much clothes left, so many holes in them. I thank God for the provision. I thank God for his provision making a way. And then when we talk about hope, I thank God for the hope for my future. Whatever I'm going to be tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, it's up to God. He, he already knows what tomorrow is. Some of you might be worried about what's going to happen. I ain't worried about it. I'm trying to finish the day up. And if I can finish the day in good shape, come on. I read a long time ago in Matthew, and it says, "Sufficient is the day and the evil thereof." And he it said, "It's already what that means is there's already enough evil and foolishness going on today for you to be worried about tomorrow." I'm trying to finish today up. Anybody here? Let me do what I can today and let God handle tomorrow. Can I say this to you? It's less stress. We, 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 we pay interest on things that might not even happen. We give all our time and our energy, scared and afraid of what might happen. And you know it might, it's probably not going to happen. A lot of us are fearful of something that probably ain't never going to happen. Ninety percent of the fears that men and women carry today will not happen to you. There was a there was a the wind picked up one one day a month ago or so. Wind was pretty bad. Blew an eighteen wheeler over onto a car. What's the chance of that happening again? I ain't gonna ride next to no eighteen wheelers from now on. Well, you ain't going nowhere. Somebody say, man, that don't happen every day. Come on, somebody. Don't figure that's going to happen to me. Every time I ride by, I'm scared. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, they're one of the most safest vehicles on the road. They got more rules and regulations for how they conduct themselves. So if something happens, it just happens. But don't let it happen just because you imagine. How many of you got hope in God for your future? You got to get through today before you can worry about tomorrow. Last of all, ladies and gentlemen, the benefits of a blessed man, benefits of a blessed woman is that he or she is planted in the right place. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but it reminds me of Psalm number one. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law of the Lord he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And what does that, he didn't say you're going to be a tree, he said you be like a tree. Which means that you have roots that go to a source nobody else knows about. I got some strength that you don't see on the outside. There's a strength that I have on the inside. And I don't have just a superficial relationship with God. My roots run deep. Come on, somebody. And he said he'll, he'll, he'll nourish us whenever we need the nourishment. He'll bless us whenever we need a blessing because we are planted in the right place, which means that you need to have that relationship. Yeah, everybody wants to come to the Bible and just, just take what they want, take a verse out, take out. You got to have a relationship when you have that relationship that plants you in the right place. You got a right relationship. You got a connection with the king of kings and the Lord of lords. You're planted where? In the right place. Not only that, but you shall be prosperous in whatever you do. And you say, well, prosperous means I'm going to be successful. Prosperous, listen, getting up this morning makes me prosperous. I'm successful not on the things that I've accumulated, but the relationship that I have. The freedom that I have on the inside is more valuable than anything I can possess on the outside. Hallelujah, you can't enjoy uh, even the possessions that you have and prosperity does not mean that you had name it and claim it grab it and have it everything is coming when you are spiritually prosperous that's when you got it going on what does that mean that means if you look at that verse that the roots they, they, they spread the roots they spread wide along the ground I got a tree in front of my house if he do it again he gonna get cut down you say, well, what did he do? Well, I watered the grass. He takes a little bit of the nourishment from the grass because it falls in, hits the roof. And I've seen what his cousins did to my neighbors. The neighbors were in a little bit earlier, so my tree is trying to get warmed up. I saw it picking up the sidewalk. I said, oh, no, you're not picking up the sidewalk in front of my house. Somebody got to go. So I cut him, I cut him, I cut him up. I cut right there at the root. Come on, somebody. I saw the root because it was just trying to get busy. I said, uh-uh. You're going to have to go to uh, uh, Lawson's house or something because uh, you're not going to stay here. I cut a big hole in it. If you're going to grow, you ain't going to grow with that root. And listen, if I see my sidewalk coming up again, uh, uh you, uh, are y'all going? I'ma cut it down. They say you ain't supposed to cut down the tree. That one's gonna be cut down, cause he ain't gonna pick up my sidewalk and then try and throw it into the house. I know you shame. But what happens is, you you is is all of us have seen it. The roots can go in and jack up your plumbing. The rich can go in and mess up your foundation, pick up a hole. You say, how is it that a plant could do that? Because they have such a good connection, good water source that they can pick up stuff. He said, it ain't picking it up fast, but I am picking it up. Ladies and gentlemen, you got strength like that. He said, when you let your roots run, run to the water source. I thank God he makes us prosperous in that way. It's not about the outward thing. It's about we're able to endure hardness as good soldiers. Because we are rooted in him. Not only are we planted, we're prosperous, and then we are progressive. Yeah, like the insurance, progressive. In spite of difficulty. How many of you had some things that come in your life, almost stopped? You say, this must be it. I think, uh, I think it's over right now. Right? No matter what it was, when the news came, it came down, the situation was presented. Oh, Jesus, take me now. This seems like this is going to be it. But isn't it something that God gives us a strength? That when, you said, when the Bible says that, uh, he, told, he told Paul, he said, my grace is sufficient. What happens? He gives you enough grace to endure that situation that has come your way. He gives you the strength that you need. And the only reason many of you, uh, uh, many of us that is, is here today in spite of our difficulties is because God made us progressive. We still made progress even in the midst of our difficulties. How many of you had it hard and How many of you got situations that you're dealing with? How many of you say I'm passing through the valley of the shadow of death, but I ain't dead? (laughs) Some kind of way I still keep getting up and I still keep going to work and I still keep feeding the children. I still keep praying. I still keep holding on. How many of you know that supernatural power that God gives you? Because Satan don't mess with folk that's already on his side. He messes with those who are trying to do better. Those who are trying to make progress. He makes you progressive in spite of difficulties. I have to hurry up. He said, You shall be perennial in season and out. That's what Paul told us. He said, You need to preach the word in season and out of season. Because sometimes folk like me. Come on, somebody. And sometimes they don't like. I don't like what you said, and it don't matter. I'm the referee. And I'm going from another book that you don't know nothing about. I'm just saying you're out of bounds. You fouled him and don't act like you didn't foul him. If you lose the game, don't blame it on me. I'm following the rules. Ladies and gentlemen, we we have to be perennial, which means we'll, we'll be green. Will be green, and you don't have to worry about the sun or the hard time. He said, Your leaves are going to be green because you got an excellent water source. And then you don't have to worry about the heat because your leaves are going to protect you. How many of you thank God for His grace and His mercy that watches over us? His kindness and his love toward us that keeps us. And it, not, not only that, but it preserves us. No matter, persevering that is. it. Persevering, no matter, we shall be persevering no matter what happens. No matter what happens. Perseverance is a little bit different than patience. Perseverance means that even though the wind is coming my way, I'm still, I'm still striving. Come on, somebody. I say, even though the pressures are coming my way, I'm still walking against the wind and the force. Listen, if you don't meet Satan along the way, you don't meet some resistance along the way, perhaps you're going the same direction. It's easy to go downstream, but it's a challenge when you got to go upstream. Everybody else is going that way, and here you are fighting the crowd. You are persevering. Persevering in spite of the things that have come into your life. Last of all, and I like this one, perpetually productive. Perpetually productive. Sorry, I just like all those P's. Perpetually, that means year after year, time after time, uh, no matter what happens. uh, See, my sister sitting right here, been through a whole lot. Sister Anderson, been through a whole lot. Many of you, been through a whole lot. Brother JT, Mother Bailey, been through a whole lot. But you see, they're still here. What happens is you, when you are planted in the right place and you have the right connection, ladies and gentlemen, bearing fruit is not a problem. Because when the natural environment happens, fruit just come up on the tree. You don't say. have to say, you have to pray to God, All oh, lemons come on the lemon tree. No, no, no. If everything is right, them lemons is coming. Not only they going to bring their cousin and they're going to lean to the ground because it's going to be so heavy. The love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, where does it come from? It comes when I plant it in the right place. And no matter what storms come my way, I'm a perennial saint which means I keep on licking. Even if you cut a piece, I'm still gonna come back up. Come on, somebody. You talk about the knockdown man. You remember that knockdown man that had the sand, and they keep hitting him and he come right back up. You remember that? That's the only toys we have. Come on, somebody. You hit him and he come back up. Somebody say, well, how is it that he does that? He said, maybe it's something on the inside. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you got that something on the inside? The only reason you're here this morning is because you got something on the inside. You are a perennial Satan. No matter what they send your way, you're going to persevere. You're going to press forward. You're looking good as you do because God in you is demonstrating himself. And he's demonstrating to everybody that looks around that you are his child. You are, you are His. Prize possession. You to say the apple of the eye. But it's actually the iris in the eye. And I thank God for keeping me. Anybody thank God for keeping you? How many, as you say, I don't know if I want to call myself a perennial saint. But that means we're evergreen. Come on, somebody. That means you can knock me down, but I got some roots. Come on, somebody. I'm coming back up. Anybody going to come back up? Anybody going to survive this thing that you're going through right now? Hallelujah, because as soon as you get through this one, Keith, there's going to be another one coming But I just thank God that he gives us a strength. When we feel like giving up and giving in, he gives us some strength to keep going. How many blessed? How many of you are blessed today? How many of you are blessed? Know that you are a child of God and that He loves you. And in spite of, you're gonna press your way. How many press your way, children? Do we have in the building? I'm gonna hold on to God's unchanging hand. Listen, He brought me this far, and He can lead me where He did not bring me this far to leave me. Nor did He make a way me if he didn't care. But he, he did it all because he loves me. And he loves you. And I want you to remember that, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to remember, I'm just, I'm just a man. I'm telling you, don't trust in men, don't trust in all these other things, but trust in God. And what I found out is that when you trust God, he'll put persons in your life. to make cause them to work on your behalf. And I'm believing God for some more things. Amen. But I am going to make it through this day. Amen. And then I'll wake up in the morning according to God's holy will. Somebody say amen. Amen. I ain't going to give no interest on tomorrow. Amen. I'm going to let God handle that. Me and him going to finish the day at first. Amen. And then we'll go into tomorrow. Let's all stand to our feet. Stand to our feet. How many of you are going to hold on? Many of you have some challenges before you. I understand. The real challenges, it's not talking about what happened in the Bible, no, real challenges. Death in our families, among our in-laws, It's going on all over. Doctor, give us a report. And the question is, whose report will you believe? If you're a child of God, you'll be prosperous. You will be perpetual. You will hold on in spite of difficulties that come your way. Now, do me a favor. If you're here and you just desire prayer this morning, you want prayer, amen, Even if you're here without a church home, you're welcome here.